For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. It's Friday the 28th of July. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Shad here, joined by Shane Lee, as always. It's a dark day today, Shano. It's a dark day. We've got to get into it with the Women's World Cup shortly, but let's do something positive. You've got a pretty fun day planned. Lunch with Lee is back. Lunch with Lee is back today, mate. I've got old Twinkle Toes on, on the show. A guy called Phil Burton from Human Nature, who just won Dancing with the Stars. Um so I'm really oh. looking forward to catching up with him. And, and a, an old mate of mine, a guy called Shane Hadley, and both Phil and Shane are good mates too. Shane was an under-19 cricketer, um, played for New South Wales with myself. He now sells Ferraris. So he's a, he's, a big, wow. he's a big car dealer. So we'll be talking cars. We'll be talking probably a bit of Motown. Um, uh-huh. And we'll be talking about, yeah, how he danced his way to winning dan- the, the 20th season of Dancing with the Stars. So it should be fun. Well... Well, old mate driving the Ferrari, do you reckon he like selling Ferraris? Do you reckon he'll roll up in one? Surely as like a flex. No, the way the way he drinks, mate, he will not be driving, I guarantee that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the latest news in sport. I mean, summer results had a lot of us wanting to break dry July and start drinking again, but <laughs> let's get into it next. Here we go, guys. This is the time I partly dread every week. It's a man shake challenge way in. Some progress this week, but not as much as last week. Um, I'm down a kilo, so I'm down down to 117, which is probably as low as I've been in 10 years, I reckon. So <laughs> I want to try and keep coming down, but I had a few lunches last week, so I've got to really step it up with the man shakes this week, and uh, I'm going to try and lose a couple next week at least. Have you heard about Cell AED? It's the world's first mini personal defibrillator. You can keep it at home, the office, or even in your sports bag. Cell AED is game-changing technology that you can use if someone has sudden cardiac arrest, which can affect anyone from kids on the sporting field to adults at home. Sudden cardiac arrest happens suddenly with no warning. You only have minutes to get the defibrillator on the person affected. That's where Cell AED comes in. You can help save the life of someone you love. Every home should have a Cell AED. It's really a lifesaver. Learn more at cellaed.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D.io. Let's start things off with a little bit of a, a kind of a positive, bit of a topsy-turvy night um, for those watching the Ashes who may have switched over after what was unfolding in Brisbane last night. Uh, look, I've been reading some things this morning, Shane. Has Basball kind of – is the jury still out on Basball because of the way this test has been played? I mean, it didn't look that great for the, the Poms in that first innings, all out for 283, but then we come out and we're kind of slow-paced. Yeah, but uh, we're batting like you should bat in the test match. Um, <laughs> is it dead? I, I don't think so. I think England are going to keep playing this way. They have a real belief, even though they've lost the series. They've seen a little bit delusional. But look, Australia won. The good news, we won our first toss of the series. <laughs> so, so he sent the Poms in, and um, and as you said, mate, all out for two eighty three. Duckett forty one. Mitchell Marsh actually got the breakthrough there. It was a bit of a lucky one down the leg side. Harry Brook, this young kid, geez, he smashes him. He got eighty five, and he hit a six. I think it was off Mitchell Marsh as well. It was just like a half push forward and punched it, and it just 
flew out of the ground. It was a magnificent shot. Um, Mitchell Stark was the best of our bowls with four for 82. Hazelwood, 254. I thought Pat Cummins bowled really well, but he only got one for 66. And Murphy, the spinner, who we left out last match, chipped in with two for 22. So, yes, mate, we probably should have played a spinner last game. Um, and Australia, in, um, uh, in return, we're one for 61. Warner out again for 24. Kawaja not out and Levashane not out. And a few chances let let uh, let by too in that one as well. I was reading this morning. I mean, yeah. I didn't stay out to watch the whole thing, but uh, three chances go by, a couple of drop catches as well. Yeah, big time. So we're not really. Um, I think both teams are not really totally on their games. Um, I think if you if you replayed this whole series over, um, the first two tests, or the first test in particular, England dropped three or four catches and a couple of missed stumpings. So they've had their chances to really. You know, that they could potentially be. The two one up, as opposed to us. Um, but yeah, it hasn't been. It's been very interesting cricket. But I think both teams would say they probably let themselves down a number of times. Mm, well, I mean, I don't want to be too harsh on the Matildas, yep. but we were all pretty well let down uh, after what unfolded at Suncorp Stadium last night. It was a crazy stoppage time to end mm. the half for those that didn't watch it. If you're trying to watch it on replay, we'll suck in. We're going to talk about the score. Aussies get a goal, finally. I thought yep. it was going to be a worry, um, our scoring. It's already been a little bit harder without Sam there, and obviously people have been stepping up. But we get a late scratching of a forward before the game as well. We finally get a goal, and almost immediately Nigeria equalise it within stoppage time in the half, and then the counter attack ripped us to shreds for two more goals. Um, man, are, are we worried about this? This is do or die now up against Canada in our pool. Uh, a shocking loss to Nigeria, three-two. We pretty much have to beat Canada now, as we could bow out of our own home World Cup, which is it's scary. Um, but you're dead right, mate. Um, Emily Van Egman, she she scored for us. It was it was a nice goal, um, but you always got to, um, particularly in in you know rugby league and 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 sport like soccer where there's two halves, just before a break and just after the key moments, and we sort of sort of went to sleep there, let Nigeria back in the game, and that just swung momentum. Now saying that, I reckon we had about maybe 10 corners that were executed very mm. poorly. Um, well, we had we had in the first half before the goal, um, we were 10, shot, 10 shots, only one on yeah, goal. Yeah, there you go. So it, was, it wasn't it was very bad accuracy. It was kind of, yeah, it was a bit of a frustrating game to watch as a Matildas fan. I was at a gig, had it on my phone. Um, oh, look, I'm not going to lie. I was only half-assing the gig so I could get back and, <laughs> <laughs> and keep updated on the score. But with that said, there was a moment right at the end in the dying minutes of an 11-minute stoppage time mm. at the end of the game where, you know, a header just a little yep. bit more yep. to the side would have gotten past Nigeria and, and tied this one up. But, yeah, now it's going to be very anxious. Monday night, I believe yes. it is, um, we take on Canada in a must-win. There's a mathematical other way, but you essentially need Ireland to um, destroy Nigeria not happen. by a couple yep. of goals and us to draw yep. and blah, blah, blah. Basically, winning in is all you need to yep. know. Um, in the other side of this, probably a bit of a surprise as well, United States drawing with yeah, Netherlands. Yeah, watch this game. Yeah, this you know the United States chasing a third straight. They're a bit of a powerhouse. Um, some are saying, especially in the US, that they're in a bit of a transition with a younger crop kind of coming through. But you know they expected themselves to put five. I think the line was for against Vietnam. They get up two nil. Now they've drawn with Netherlands. 
still sitting pretty, but is this United States team beatable? Well, the Netherlands, the Netherlands like in, if you look at all their sports, where they're good, they're good in football, they're good in hockey, right? They are very structured. They're very strong um, in defence. And that was a typical Netherlands display out there. Um, the US couldn't really break down their, their defensive line. Um, it was a one-all draw. Um, but look, I, I think the US, you know, I, I still think they're the goods. The other game was, um, well... It wasn't going to be much of a match, I always thought. Portugal only won 2-0 over Vietnam. I thought they should have won by more than that. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, the US, are they peaking just yet? But no, but do they need to be? Well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But two wins get you through, essentially, yep. and that draw basically would, you would think solidifies Netherlands and the United States unless Portugal mm-hmm. does something absolutely spectacular yep. over the next little block. But, um, yeah, it's going to be nervous. Australia and New Zealand sitting in an interesting spot. New Zealand probably feeling a yep. bit safer in their spot in their pool at the moment. So, ah, it's a tough morning, mate. It hurts, you know. Yes. Look, let's take a quick break. Up next, AFL, NRL, and another, well, mate, another story on a certain Australian basketball player. Are we going to believe the hype? We'll wait and see. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Well, Shane, tonight is an interesting battle. It's the old rivals at it again. Top of the table, Collingwood versus, I'm going to call them the Giant Slayers, uh, Carlton here. I mean, they did help Collingwood get one game clear, now two game clear off their own back uh, at the top of the table. Now, will this rivalry produce something amazing? Carlton looking to make a few changes before tonight's game as well. Yeah, a few changes. Uh, Paddy Cripps, the captain, is coming back in, so he's fit, so that's a real plus. Um, Sam Walsh is out for Carlton, which is um, that's a that's a big loss for them. Um, mm. Sierra comes in, also Pernay comes in as well, Mark Pernay. Um, so that that's a couple of good guys coming back. But look, look, Carlton are going for six wins in a row, and if you rewind to this match last year, it was an absolute cracker. If you remember, that Pies came from behind just to win on the buzzer um, to break the hearts of the Carlton fans. And uh, look, hopefully it can reproduce that sort of close game tonight um, at 7.50. But I'd have to say the Pies looking pretty good, mate. I think I think they'll uh, give Carlton a bit of a touch-up tonight. Yeah, well, they should, mm. but, you know, Port Adelaide was supposed to do that as well. Yep. So yep. I'm not saying I'm hopeful. Ah, we'll see. see. We'll see yep. what happens, mate. I'm not going to get too excited. Um, turning to the uh, NRL, obviously last night's game, Broncos Roosters at the Gabba. Mm. Um, mate, I, I looked at the score when it was 20-0. Yeah. And I was just like, this is brutal. There is a firepower in this Broncos side. That is, you know, it's scary, I feel. And and I think a few people are kind of throwing the maybes out about them. They don't believe in their defence and whatnot. But, I mean, they play the Panthers at the beginning of the year and they beat the Panthers. Mm. I would love to see these guys play now, but the way those schedules worked, are we going to see these two play in the grand final? It's really playing out that way. Yeah, well, the Roosters won't be there. They're gone. They, they need to win all five, <laughs> the last five in a row to give half yeah, a chance. Yeah, sucked in Craig, yeah. the man who's behind <laughs> what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually went up to Brisbane to, to watch the match. So Great. He hasn't got his phone, Great. Hasn't had his phone this morning. He'd be sulking for sure. But the it's only hilarious. highlight for the Roosters was Daniel Tupou becoming the, the club's highest ever try scorer. Um, but, mate, I tell you, dead right, Reese Walsh and Ezra 
man. I'm like, wow. Um, the only the, the, the best person in defence for the Roosters was the referee Grant Atkins, who did that tackle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, got, he got knocked yeah, over. Exactly. The referee was uh, was a try saving tackle by him. But um, yeah, they good look good, mate. And the Broncos, uh, interesting stat. Broncos have scored more tries off kicks this year than any other team. Twenty five. That I actually mm. find as a worrying stat. Okay. I know a lot of people go, oh, that's good, right? But I feel like kicks to the corner are like 50-50. Mm-hmm. They're kind of annoying me, yep. to be honest. Yep. But but like I, I would worry a little bit about that because I'm like, okay, yeah, but you need to be able to, you know, get some decoys, find some space within the 20-meter line and run some mm-hmm. over. That would be my one concern. But with that said, I mean, Cobo up in the air, oh, like, yeah. you know, it's fine. Um, the other thing I would note from this game, and we've had it happen twice now, the two longest standing trialless uh, records tumbled this year. Obviously, Alex Twal getting his, which mm-hmm. was really long, but I believe it was 78 games, Paddy Carrigan. Wow. Um, without scoring a try, Jeez. and he scored his first try uh, last night against the Roosters at the Gabba. So Brilliant. Um, the reaction from the team was absolutely <laughs> spectacular. Uh, the Storm, this is interesting, I think, ahead of the finals, and we kind of always thought that this would eventually be the case. Ryan Pappenhausen looking like he could be back. Well, yeah, it depends on who you talk to in this one. It's, um, they're saying potentially, yeah, they didn't think he was going to be back this season. He's already had a year off with his knee. Um, and he's, he's Ryan Pappenhausen's got pace. Um, but unfortunately, we've seen this with Tedesco. When you lose your pace, and Tedesco hasn't had the injuries that Pappenhausen has had, um, you, you sort of lose your, your, your key asset. And uh, be interesting to see whether he does come back um, and give them a little bit of, bit of firepower that the Storm actually need. Um but I just can't see him coming back. He's a slight guy, isn't he, Pappenhausen? He's tiny when you see him in person. Um, yeah. And he used to be super quick, but you had a year off. You, you got a bung knee. I'm not sure whether you're going to be as good as you were, buddy. But I, I hope- But I, I wonder if a lot of it's been rehab and obviously concussion was a big mm, part of yep. his layoff as yep. well. I wonder if, if there could be a potential. Like, a lot of times with knees, I reckon players come back too early. Yep, yep. Yeah. And that's what kind of ruins. I mean, Turbo is probably a really good example. Mm. Yeah, you're I right. feel like he's come back early from nearly every injury he's yeah. had. And, like, perhaps having a year off, I wonder if maybe that's, like, a proper, really good type of recovery your body needed. You hope so, because he's a superstar of the game and he's fantastic to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it really light up the back line of that Storm side. I mean, mm. Meany, though, sitting there, made a very good you know, case for yep. being the fullback of the Storm. Um, and also, in NRLW, this was awesome. The Warriors aren't in the NRLW. Um, their side was cut from the comp, probably going to return next year. Mm-hmm. So I uh, had a little punt going with a mate of mine yeah. for the Cowboys, which I don't understand why they're called the Cowboys women's. Shouldn't it just be cow girls? Yeah. Anyway, but when they played each other in the first round, Titans and the Cowboys, I said, this will be the Shadwicker Cup. Whichever team wins this <laughs> is my team for the season. And I tell you what, I'm feeling happy with my decision because a golden point win by the Titans over the Broncos. Yeah. Huge in the NRLW, which also means one of the more successful Broncos, like the Broncos is the most successful NRLW side, are now two losses to kick off their season, and which which is a short season for the NRLW. That can be disastrous. Well, I thought the Broncos were home with uh, the Broncos number six, Gail Broughton, when she scored that try. Um, she actually then missed the field goal herself to win the game, and it was the Titans who yeah. got home in the end. It was, it was a cracking game of football. Yeah, unreal. The, man, the NRLW is delivering some is. really yep. good games and some spectacular tries yeah. too. Yep. So... Um, yeah, this is it's a cracker though. But I mean, this is the thing about a new competition. 
It's like some of the you add a new side and all of a sudden you're like, hang on a yeah. second, this could be a spectacular team. Like even the Tigers have something to cheer about at the moment <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to NRLW. Uh, let's turn to American sport to wrap things up. Um, we've got one in the NBA here and I want to give a quick mention before we talk about it to an NFL story that just happened this morning. Mm-hmm. The NFL season is about to kick off. Uh, a lot of players getting big money. The next big money contract is supposed to go to quarterback Joe Burrow. I think you'd like Joe Burrow. Um, Shano, yeah, he's yeah, a, loves a loves a cigar after a big game. He's quite a good personality, mm. but an awesome quarterback. He has suffered a leg injury in training oh. during practice camp, yep. and it were it looks bad. It's the, he was uh, throwing the ball, he went for a, a quick scramble instead of throwing, wasn't touched, and then immediately stepped on his leg and lifted up and started hopping, and they carted him off. Jeez. They've said it's a calf injury, but when you're not touched mm. and you do an injury. Those are the ones that people worry about the most um, because, you know, non-contact leg injuries are pretty worrying. Mm. Uh, no word on exactly what the injury is, but if you're a Bengals fan or just a fan of the NFL, yeah, that is was. a worry yeah. for a guy that's we've already missed they, some they of his the, career. They call the calf the old man's injury, mate, when you start getting Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. He's only young. No, no, yeah. That's a worry. That's right. So if you're getting him early, you're, you're in trouble. Bad time to get an injury when you're trying to negotiate your contract yeah, as that's well. Right. Which sucks. Uh, let's talk NBA, though. Mm. <sighs> God. Here he is. Okay, Come another on. off season, another uh, another Ben Simmons hype yeah. hype tape. Yep. <sighs> Tell me why Ben Simmons is going to be the best player next season. Now I don't, I don't think it will be. <laughs> but uh, look, they reckon that potentially the way he's been training, um, he's going to return the form that made him a three time All Star. I doubt it. Look at last season; he played forty two games, none of them after Feb sixteen. Um, mm. But they're saying he's in good physical state and also mentally good as well. Um, mm. But yeah, Ben Simmons. He, he can't talk it up. It's just time he start to deliver again, mate. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of yep. it's funny. They're like, there's a lot of talk of you know some of the Nets players doing podcasts saying, yeah, we all love him, blah mm. blah. It's like, yeah, I heard the same thing. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't actually from from uh, I'm thinking back actually, the 76ers all hated him. But <laughs> it's 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 all well and good to like Ben Simmons, but he needs to learn how to bloody shoot the ball yep. and be an all star defender again. Yep. That's the that's the long and short of yep. it. I don't care if he looks great with his shirt off. Yep. I want him on the yep. court playing good basketball, and I'm not going to believe any of this hype until I see it with the Nets in the season. Yeah, I think look, <laughs> the thing that made him a three time all star, he was consistent for so long, right? And um, hmm. and and we know they play that many games in the NBA. You've got to do your job week in week out, week in week. Out. Yeah, make sure that make sorts of chuff from the wheat, mate. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it for afternoon sport today. So uh, enjoy your weekend. A lot of cracking games of sport on across the weekend to look forward to. But we'll be back Monday to go through it all. But before we go, a quick mention to our sponsor. Our fantastic sponsor, Cell AED, the world's smallest defibrillator. We will see you Monday. Hi, it's David Poir here, host of the Employability Podcast. We have a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in. On the pod, we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. Find the Employability Podcast on any podcast app and click to follow. Follow.